0: Clip. I am here to count tales of eight adventurers in the realm. Follow us on grand adventures through high and grand forfeit. In a world ravaged by monsters, ruled by turn, walked over by villains, who would dare stand up to them? Send me your ear, and I shall tell you. Welcome, adventurers, back to Chronicles of the Lost Realm, when last we left our intrepid heroes. They were entrapped within Baba Yaga's dancing hut, heading for a destination unknown. Will they survive? Will they make it out? Or will they become a sacrifice? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Chronicles of Lost Realm. Tonight, I am joined, as always, with Farun and Major General Hillman with a new player today, Billy Knoll. Oh, that pun hurt. Holy crap, (laughs) that pun hurt.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute, I'm the bard. I'm supposed to make the puns. You stealing my shtick?
2: (laughs) Oh, God, there's a bard. I have found the 667th
0: level of hell. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate depths.
1: That's oddly a specific level of hell.
0: (laughs) Well, it's it's the bard level.
3: Everybody knows that's where the bards live. It's
0: where they're specifically trained.
3: No, 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 no.
1: Everybody knows that hell is bards all the way down.
0: True, true. (laughs) Okay, ladies. Well, no ladies yet. Hopefully soon. Let's get this underway, gentlemen. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> giggity. So, all right. So, when we last left uh, Major General Hillman and our illustrious Drow Ranger Farun, right? Right. For, for Close enough. Faron. Farron. Uh, it's because of the way I wrote wrote it down in my notes here. Look, just get Um, the
2: name right on my gold purse at the end of the week, okay?
0: (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Um, When we last left, uh, the dancing hut had reformed itself um, with thick mist on the ground. Um, You were sealed in. Baba Yaga had let out a, a stereotypical witchy cackle. And as... Things have progressed and continued on. She's making no effort to attack you or take back any of the gifts that she once gave you. Um, She's just kind of staring into her cauldron.
3: Uh, What do you got in there for dinner?
2: You're worried about (laughs) dinner? What was all that uh, smog effect?
3: Well, I mean, it's dinner time.
2: Do you think she burnt dinner? Is that all it was? Could like, have been. I'm thinking a magic spell.
3: I think I would know a magic spell if I saw one.
2: Uh, I'm not going to argue that point. <laughs> so,
0: let me cast let me...
2: Grease. That'll help. Yeah, everything's that'll... better with Grease.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, a few moments pass by. Jinky. And the very slight movement that you felt within the house uh, has come to a halt. Everything is still, and the house begins to shift back to the way it was. Not quite as violently as the first time, but it it shifts back to look like a normal home. Uh, Baba Yaga looks up towards the ceiling and says, There! Are you happy now? I have brought them! Brought who?
2: Where is the oh, us?
0: She points a we? twisted, gnarled finger at the front door.
2: Yeah, that's a door. You didn't answer my question.
0: Leave my home!
3: What? You don't even want to trade spell books?
0: <laughs> you have no spells that I want, little one.
3: Yes, but you have many that I want.
0: Your mind would not be able to handle these spells. (laughs) You know what
2: my My mind mind can't handle. handle many things. You know what my mind can handle? The knowledge of where you brought us.
0: All questions are answered beyond the door.
2: Yeah, well Daddy raised me never to knock on a door unless I know who's on the other side. Wait, this door? As
3: I open the door? Oh my...
0: (laughs) (laughs) You open the front door and rather than seeing the nice, beautiful front yard that it once had, you now look into a tavern.
2: Okay, not so bad.
3: (laughs) Oh, Baba Yaga, you brought me to my drinking buddies.
0: (laughs) So you both you you both see that the tavern is a very large, bustling tavern. There's music going in the background. You know you are still standing within the hut, but it, <clears throat> for what you can see, this is a extremely normal tavern.
2: Taverns are never normal. Yeah, well, it's not I re- normal to leave the front door of a hut to be standing in a tavern especially when when you entered that front door, it was from a forest.
1: It's bigger on the outside.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I run into the tavern yelling, Duke! Duke! Are you here?
2: <laughs> I, follow, I follow very more cautiously, hands
0: very close to hilts. Fair enough. Um Hillman runs in searching for someone named Duke and gets a resounding silence of a uh, response. And you head in you know more cautiously with like you said, and the door gently shuts behind you and you are you are in the tavern. um it is about. 80 feet by 80 feet in dimension. There's tables everywhere. Um, The uh, tavern maids are uh, picking up trays of food from a serving window and kind of bustling all about the tavern, handing out food to everyone. Um, The smells of, you know, uh, delicious food just wafts through the air. Um, A storm is going outside. Um, You can hear the shutters kind of slapping against the the walls as the thunder kind of rolls lazily along. Um, Pipe smoke and incense trying to make the place smell good kind of hangs in the air. Um, There's a a bard uh, sitting over in the corner uh, just kind of idly playing some kind of instrument that doesn't appear... Like anything that you've encountered before.
1: Are you spying on me? Because that's literally what I'm doing in my chair right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What is
2: that god-awful sound? It almost sounds like somebody's skinning a shadow cat.
3: (laughs) I skinned a shadow cat once. That was a terrifying experience. (laughs) Billy plays louder.
2: Of course he would.
3: (laughs) Oh, he might know where to find my friend Duke. Well,
2: why don't you go ask him. In the meantime, I'll go talk to the bartender and find out where the hell we are.
3: You there, bard?
0: (laughs) You there, bard?
3: Uh Uh-huh. Where's my friend Duke lying? Never heard of him. Ah, then he must be nothing of a bard. And I turned my back on him.
1: <laughs> ah, nah, 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 nah! Hey, wait a minute! You did not come here into my place of hanging out and insult my skills as a bard.
3: Oh no! I'm sure you're lovely. <laughs>
2: Please tell me, Iran hey, is still hearing if this you're... exchange.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely!
2: Nice.
1: <laughs> now, if you're looking for information, there's no better person to go to to find you information than a bard.
3: Well, I mean, what? other than the person that has the information.
1: What's uh, what, what's what's the name of your friend here? Uh, Dick was it? <laughs> Duke. 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 Right. 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 Got it. Gotcha. Billy Billy grabs uh, Hillman, over, throws his arm over Bill, or Hillman's shoulder, and walks him over toward the uh, bar, and and shouts out in a in a jovial voice, uh, "Griff, my buddy, and my pal, uh, you ever uh, run into a guy named Duke around here?"
0: "Uh, nope, nope, I can't say that I have."
1: Well, well. it's a lost cause, sorry. Never seen your buddy around here.
3: He must be somewhere (laughs) else then. Some ethereal plane.
1: Sure, yeah. That's exactly where he's gotta be.
3: Well, since you're here and we're here and at the bar, you can go ahead and buy me
1: a drink. That's not how this works. (laughs) Sure it
2: is. Oh,
0: lordy.
1: (laughs) Ah, no, I got you some information. I found you where your friend wasn't. Information's worth money miss
3: I got um,
1: I got a mouse to feed uh,
3: yeah I was just thinking if I was gonna like roll a check on that <laughs> you oh no
2: yeah I don't think you have a check on that. <laughs> I got it nothing
3: <laughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna roll persuasion. Can I roll persuasion for that? Persuade Hillman to buy me a drink instead?
0: Uh, yeah, you can try that.
1: (laughs) Alrighty. Gotta set up the dice thing. D20 plus. Ah, persuasion is a six. God damn. Here we go, moment of truth!
3: Fourteen.
0: Alright, Hillman, what is your... Uh, what is your wisdom? Twelve. Oh yeah. So <laughs> it it stands to reason that maybe this is the way they do it here. Yes. And that that it probably would be proper. Oh well, well
3: my 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 sincerest apologies. I I guess I'll buy the drinks.
0: <laughs> Story. So, as you all are uh, kind of bantering and, you know, not even getting to uh, descriptions. Yeah, I I
3: noticed.
0: (laughs) the, The door kind of opens quickly and immediately shuts. A cloaked figure has come in out of the rain. He's got... It has um, water kind of dripping off of it, kind of quickly surveys the, the bar room, uh, comes directly up to Billy, he grabs you by the hand and turns it over so that your palm is up, puts something into your hand, closes your fingers around it, and then promptly beelines it for the back of the tavern before you can realize what's going on. Everybody roll perception checks.
2: Yay, I get to
1: roll something. Alright, perception, perception.
2: That is a d20. As soon as it lets me.
3: Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was just thinking.
2: D20 Ah, plus three.
1: (laughs) It happened to me, and I'm just sitting here going, huh? Huh?
0: Okay, love there it too. Goes. All right, Yay, a six. <laughs> so the two of you, six. Uh, Billy and um, Faron, are more. <laughs> you're you're more in in with what just transpired. Billy's um, just kind of
1: staring at his hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, Hillman. However, you, being the astute soldier that you are. Oh brother. Notice from the door <clears> up <throat> to Billy and then continuing on right where that guy went is a very fine trail of blood.
3: Oh. We got to follow this trail, boys. Come along. What trail? Look. It's whatever that was, it's dripping blood. Is it, it,
2: it are you going to check what's in your hand?
1: I have several questions.
2: <laughs> so, yes,
1: Billy is, is looking at what's in his hand. You would very much like
0: to know. Okay. <laughs> you open your hand to see that there is a small stone that is kind of oddly shaped and resembles lava rock. It's very porous, has a... Black, almost black scale to it. Um, from somewhere within, it has a faint blue glow. Um, the the very I, you know, eye catching thing about it though is that on the outside of it are scrawled uh, runes. Uh, would it be
1: a nature check to identify it? I would um, think
0: Arcana. We can do. Well, I've got Arcana. If you're, if you're trying to identify what the uh, properties of the stone are, I would say Nature. Um, if you are trying to figure out the runes, I would go either History mm. or Arcana.
1: I'll start c- with. I'm going to start with Nature, and we'll see where that goes.
0: I could do all okay. three. <laughs>
2: As can I. Hey, there you go. <clears throat> <laughs> Apparently <Fuck>. you can't. I'll <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: fuck if I know.
2: <laughs> Throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> Alright, what 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 was that roll, Keith?
1: A five.
2: No, no. For for which skill? The the No nature. that was that was nature. Want me to give it a shot before you move on? Sure. Alright. So Faron takes a look at it for nature as well. Can I roll some fucking dice please? Thank you. it's a rock oh I'm pretty sure I can figure it out
0: (laughs) so yes you identify this fairly easily this is definitely lava rock however it appears to have um, you know when you're down kind of inspecting it a little closer and stuff you can actually smell very faint hints of sulfur.
2: Am I sure that's not uh, Billy's hand? Yeah.
0: <laughs> not entirely, but hey, now, all right, I don't know. I don't know. Very
1: clean. Sixty
0: percent of the time, it works every time.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, I'm gonna guess. I'll try my hand at a history for the runes.
0: Okay.
3: Meanwhile, Hellman's down on, like, all fours, following this trail of blood. Ah, twin.
2: <clears throat> There you go.
1: What do my elf eyes see?
0: <laughs> oh, lordy. All right. Well, your elven eyes. Well, half-elf. <laughs> well, they halfway see. <laughs> um... So, these runes, you don't quite know exactly what they are. However, from your bardic training through the you know rigorous eight-year college you attended, which was only a two-year, but you decided to stay longer because it was cool. Um,
2: <laughs>
0: hey,
1: those you, co-eds, man. Those co-eds.
0: <laughs> fucking <Dan> you, Wilder. <laughs> right? <laughs> um you don't really know what they say however you know somebody who does uh, okay. in in the uh nearby city it's a, a human owned city known for its mysterious <clears throat> bazaars uh named Varesh there is a old wizard he's uh known to be a bit of a um hermit, kind of keeps to himself. A bit eccentric. Named Lizban. I hear typing.
2: Somebody's taking notes. <laughs> shall I we check... We don't have time for notes! Can I, shall okay. I check the Arcana real quick before we lose Hillman to his Bloodhound scent?
1: Sure. <laughs> check, just Go ahead and check Arcana.
2: Um, oh, that's a 20.
1: Well, it's either a... Death omen or some weird sex thing? Uh, I have to have my friend check uh, double check me on that.
0: <laughs> double check my notes.
2: All right, well, um, that's a twenty. So <laughs>
0: it is. Uh, so given your um, background and the fact that you are a drow and the dealings that drow have had and whatnot, um, you notice that these particular runes are not um standard hey let's throw some runes around you know nordic dwarven these are actually demonic runes but not the it's not the same dialect that you know from the forgotten realms there's something different about this one
2: so i can i can pretty much tell these things are evil i just don't know the evil Exactly.
1: Okay. Demonic lava rock going into the inventory.
2: <sighs> uh. <clears throat> I'm thinking you leave that as a tip to the bartender. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I gotta
1: double check it with my friend.
0: No offense, no. Like offense, I said. <laughs> you you check it out and you're like I said, you know, it's either
1: a death omen or it's a weird sex thing. I gotta know. Yeah.
0: You're checking it out and making your Educated guesses and whatnot. Hillman's down, you know, touching of the blood, and you know, trying to get his uh, bearings and whatnot. <laughs> when what the, the fuck is he doing? <clears throat> the door. I honestly don't know. Uh, the main door that the cloaked figure came in. This time, it bursts open forcefully. Hands automatically and entering, on <laughs> Right? Right. <laughs> Um, entering into the tavern are six soldiers wearing full plate armor. Jazz uh, music they, stops. they exactly. Um, they all have at their sides uh, dimly glowing short swords, and um, they their faces are all covered, so you can't even tell what race they are or anything like that. They're all the exact same height, same build and everything, and they kind of fan out a little bit throughout the the tavern and just kind of start looking at everybody one by one.
2: Oh, look, Channera mooks. Uh, I think somebody's (laughs) taking a little interest in our friend's handiwork.
0: Uh, Billy, I would like for you to roll a history check for me, good sir.
2: Sure. Uh, And that roll will come... 20. now.
0: Oh my goodness, look at that. Waste all of them 20s. <laughs> at, least, at least they're not natural 20s. Right. You immediately identify these as... Um, they are an order known as the Queen's Hand. Uh, they are sworn fealty only to the Queen. Um, they are extremely highly trained fighters... And are known for their um, very ruthless interrogation tactics. <laughs>
3: oh. oh yes, no, well, Billy, Billy, the boys Billy, are here.
1: Billy kind of mutters under his breath uh, enough that Farun can hear it, and nobody else can. Of oh, look at it is Queen's hand job, lovely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they are.
1: Not. Good. News. Oh. You don't have anything to hide, do you?
2: Oh, not at all, but this sounds like it could become fun very quick.
1: You and I have very different definitions of fun.
2: Kilman adjusts (laughs) his cap so
3: that all of the military medals are sparkling in whatever candlelight they can
2: see. Shit, why does the DM have a natural 20?
0: (laughs) That's the second one in a row. I noticed. (laughs) so one of these uh queen's hand heads towards the back where that cloaked figure went another one squats down in the doorway and kind of uses two fingers to scoop up some of the blood you know uh squeeze like puts his fingers together and all that and then he stands up and all of the other ones the four others look at him They all look towards the back and begin heading that way.
2: Something tells me your friend's in trouble.
1: My friend? I've never met the
3: guy.
2: Hmm.
3: He just gave me a rock.
2: Well, apparently... Somebody
3: seems to be in trouble.
2: Well, right now, the way I look at it is he's the only one with any information on why he gave you that rock, so I don't think we should be letting them get a hold of him. Do you agree with that? Oh, of
3: course. I uh, I think that I can go talk to them, and I'll, I'll, I'll hey, you tell them of my former you campaigns. Do, and
1: you do whatever you want to do. If you want to go mess with the queen's hand, guys, more power to you. I think I'm gonna go take a take my drink and take a seat and uh, mind my business.
2: I gripped him by the <laughs> back of his collar. Look, <laughs> if you want us to get you out of this in one piece. I suggest you stay particularly close to us. Hillman, you mean, go to... Get me Hillman. He's got get a me point. out of
3: this in one piece. I'm not in any danger.
2: You're the one holding what they're probably
3: looking for.
2: And let's not forget, too, that if they get their hands on this guy, he's going to point them directly to you.
3: Eh, hey, you make a point. Yeah, yeah the fair <laughs> one's got a point.
2: Hillman, you go distract them. tell them all your stories... Bard, come with me. Let's get this guy and get him the hell out of here. I'm on
3: it. Oh yes, I'm gonna regale them with the wait, stories of my fourth. Yeah, hey. d- d- hold on,
2: Drought <laughs> you,
1: d- whatever your name is. If you want a distraction, uh, hello, Bard.
2: All right, fair enough. You want to throw yourself in front of the queen's a queen's hand? Feel free. You distract him. We'll get him out of here. The other guy out of here. Sure! Hellman, let's go get him.
0: Let's go! <laughs> Alright. Oh, <laughs> okay, question, so how are is, we... Do
1: I, the question is, do I want to start an encounter?
0: <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> Quite I was honestly, but... about to ask. what What is um, your plan of attack with the Distraction.
1: Well, my one option is I could just start singing, making making a ruckus uh, with my hurdy gurdy, or I could use something like Tasha's hideous laughter, but that's likely to cause a little combat. So uh, we'll, we'll hold that one on the back burner.
0: <laughs>
1: let's uh, let's go for a uh. I'm gonna roll performance. All
0: and, right, uh, sounds good. Try,
1: try and distract the uh, distract the guards long enough for those guys to uh, get the what's his nuts out of there.
2: Chunk <laughs> <Point> figure. <laughs> All
1: right, performance. 14 on a performance check.
0: All right. So yeah, you you. Run over. Hey, 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 hey start
1: Billy Knoll whips out his uh, hurdy-gurdy, starts cranking that thing up, and rips out a rousing rendition of the old Dun Cow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and compared to what I rolled here, um, it actually works. You have stopped the guards, at least momentarily. Please um, tell me they the tip him cries. too.
1: They come knocking at the door. Well, don't let him in until it's all drunk up.
0: <laughs> Somebody mean,
1: shouted, McIntyre.
0: <laughs> they just kind of stop and are staring. Like, the, you know, they're wearing their helmets and everything, so you can't really on, guys. Tell, tell their facial you expressions, but on, they're just staring. Do you, do, you, do, you go, do
1: you guys not know how the song goes? When I say, when somebody shouted McIntyre, you're supposed to scream, McIntyre!
0: Eh? Yeah, they just stand there. Um, Tough crowd. <laughs> Hillman, Hillman and, and... We Ron. all got
1: blue-blind paralytic drunk when the old <laughs> dun cow caught fire.
0: You two run towards the back and find a uh, door that leads out into the uh, dense forest. That is behind the tavern. Um, The lightning flashes kind of illuminate where this uh, fellow ran off to. And it does not take you very long to find him. He's barely into the woods. Um, And you know that he was by himself because there's only...
2: One set of tracks in the mud.
0: There was was one set of tracks coming in. Um, but you see him kind of slumped down at the base of a tree.
2: I come over to him and uh, check on him to make sure he's okay. Saying, you know, letting him know that we're not going to harm him. We're here to help him.
0: Okay. And I <laughs> I don't know what that sound was, but that was weird. <laughs> see, uh,
2: we have a storm going on over here. So. Ah.
0: Ah. Uh. <laughs> So, Since
3: we're outside, I hitch my fancy red cloak a little bit tighter to shield myself from the rain as I wander over.
0: Okay.
2: Um, oh, did we ever pr- play character knowledge? So, did we ever did we ever determine whether or not Faron actually put on his green cloak?
0: I'm I'm actually leaving that up to you. Um, if you wanted Ferron to have put it on, that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with this. You know if you what? don't, then
2: you know what. Go ahead. It's raining out. He needs a cloak.
0: <laughs> okay. There we go. I know,
1: I know. I know. Billy's got a green cloak on. Um,
0: you get over to uh this cloaked figure who's laying against the tree, and as both of you are are looking at his body, um, you Faron can see because of the d- uh, dark vision. Um, Hillman, you can only see when the lightning flashes. Um, but the first thing you notice when you squat down to check this guy is there is an arrow sticking out of his throat. He's dead, isn't he? Oh, he's dead, dead.
2: All right. Well, I don't
3: think we're going to get any information.
2: Uh, Uh, what I can do, though, is investigation on the arrow. Maybe I can recognize the type of weapon, like maybe give me an idea of who struck this guy down.
0: You absolutely can do that. And I would I would really like for you to do that.
2: <laughs> hey. So I'm inspecting the body and particularly the arrow.
0: The 21. <laughs> so the body he, he appears to be just a wiry human. Um nothing super special about him. Um, and when you get to really investigating the arrow and, and whatnot, um, before you know you pull it out or anything like that, you kind of get this uh, whiff of mercury and then a very familiar smell to you. drow sleep poison.
2: They drugged him and slowly poisoned him. I, I say aloud. Drow for him. Hill, him to hear.
3: Drow now?
0: <laughs> Drown now, brown cow.
2: This is a typical. You, this is a typical. Do you
0: remove the arrow yeah, no,
2: with a on, gloved cow. hand? Yes.
0: Okay. When you remove the arrow with your twenty-one roll and your drow background, um, you identify that this particular arrow is from a particular drow house called Darkmoor. They're known for training some of the world's most dangerous bounty hunters and assassins. Their motto is, death before detection.
2: Oh, that's not good. I relay this to, uh, to Hillman.
3: Oh, yes, assassins. They're never a good sort to have to deal with.
2: Yeah, but Drow assassins have made their house known for the for these types of killings.
1: Truly, what wonderful
2: insight! <laughs> Trust well, me, I would dra- I'm still playing. I would take I would take on all the bounty hunters and Moss Eisley over a house dr- a house of Drow assassins. Thank you very little. Um, sorry, <laughs> Star Wars references. Um, well, right. there's nothing more we can do for this guy. We should yet. probably get out of here. First things first, I still don't want them to find the body. Uh, Search the body real quick, and then afterwards try to find a way of disguising or hiding him and his tracks. So when Billy is done distracting the uh, queen's hand, they no longer have a trail.
0: Okay, so on his person, you find a uh, a, uh, masterwork dagger.
2: Loot the body.
0: Um, and a satchel of gold coins. Um, The cloak he's wearing is just a a standard traveler's cloak. Um, You can take that if you wish, um, but there's nothing super fancy about it. I'm particularly Um, looking for
2: any type of of identifying things. I mean, uh, the master dagger and the sack of gold, sure, but I'm not looking to loot him as much as making sure that they discover this guy. They're not sure that it's the guy they're looking for.
0: Roll a perception. Hillman, you can roll a perception as well, since I assume you're both looting the body. I might be wrong on that, but I mean,
3: at least like trying to figure out who he is.
0: Right. Twenty-one. Ooh, nice. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. Oh noise. Oh jeez. So we're on it today. Two you, <laughs> the two of you uh, very quickly discover <laughs> that on, uh, on his back, on his um, left shoulder blade, there is a series of runic tattoos that all are um, the same style. Not necessarily the same runes, but the same style as the ones that were on the stone.
3: Oh. Hmm. This gets trickier and trickier.
2: Not really. I take the uh masterwork dagger that I just took from him.
0: Um uh, Billy, roll a constitution saving throw for me. Uh-oh. Uh oh
1: you are going to stab him with a knife, aren't you? You're not more? You're going to try and carve him out of him, aren't you? Maybe. <laughs> oh, God. Already being a dick to the bard.
0: <laughs>
1: 19.
0: Very nice. So, um, uh, Hillman and uh, Ferran, you guys are um, trying to you know, loot, figure out who this guy is, and find a way to hide him. You notice those runes, which begin to glow just a little bit, and then, and then like ash in the wind, they just kind of float away. Billy, back at the tavern, your left shoulder blade suddenly becomes intensely hot, like you're being branded. Oh, I didn't and do that. You, Damn, you get a you get a hot, little. Hot, hot, hot. You get a little dizzy, but with your con save, you're able to not pass out.
1: It's hot, hot, hot.
3: <laughs>
0: um, Hillman and uh, Ferran, I would like for you guys to roll survival checks to hide the body. Um, All the things you never thought you would ever say in your life.
2: No, it's D&D, I fully agree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, only, only, in, only in D&D. Yeah Oh um, I failed that one <laughs> <laughs> <All> right. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so much for all the twenties. Right, so, yeah. You, no, you guys you you do a great job. You totally hide that body. It it looks good. You don't think that guy would find the uh queen's hand would find him at all. Yeah That was sarcasm.
2: That was very much sarcasm. Oh <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: What
3: we what what should we do about that bard?
2: Do we really have to care about the bard? I mean, I don't.
3: Is that in
1: character?
2: <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, the guy didn't wasn't even willing to help anybody unless it directly affected him. Do we really care about the bard?
3: I mean, I don't have any opinion either way.
2: But at the same time, we don't have any idea where the hell we are. And right now, he's about the only contact we have. And quite honestly, I'm curious about those runes on that stone.
3: Well, the queen, gu- the queen hand guard thingamajiggers. they didn't follow us out here. So that means they're still in there with him.
2: I reach into the sack of gold uh, that we took from the body. I I draw out one gold coin and I say, "Heads, we go get them. Tails, we walk away." (laughs) Roll a
1: (laughs) D two.
2: I was going to let the DMs uh, decide, but I was figuring a D six, high or low, to be good. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, there's there's any number of ways we could do it. We could do a D two, a D four divided in half, a D six divided in half.
2: Well, I figured a D six odds and evens. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, what odds heads tail? Uh, evens tails. Sure, sounds good to me. <laughs> Here we go. Tails. Well, so much for that bard. <laughs> well, no, damn
3: it. We follow like, a river. No, that should take us somewhere.
2: Hillman, no, no, God. God damn it, I can't do it. Let's go get him. Oh, <laughs> The fart's all right.
1: growing on him.
2: <laughs> Not at all. Just be happy my father raised an honorable ranger.
0: <laughs> the, the few Queen's Hand guards that you um, were distracting have finally grown tired of your show and realized, oh, we, we have a job to do and uh, begin heading out the back door. Um just as you two reach the back door, they are Thank coming you. out. Thank
2: you. I'm here all week. Um, did you tip your entertainer?
0: <laughs> they just keep marching in formation.
3: Oh, sorry, excuse me, sirs.
0: <laughs> the sound of armor <laughs> off into oh, we the wood. All right, on, let's
3: go. Oh, we blow. We blow.
2: Bard. <laughs> Come here, we gotta have a conversation.
1: Oh, what the hell did you guys do?
2: We didn't do anything, however, the person... And I lower my voice. The person who gave you your little gift is dead. And I start relaying the information about the arrow, the house of drow, assassins, and everything that we ascertained from the body.
1: Uh, Okay, um we should probably get the hell out of here before those guys come back.
2: Well, the weirdest part about it was on his back shoulder, he had the exact same runes as on the, uh, the stone, but as I was getting ready to remove those markers for identification, they just dusted away.
1: Which shoulder?
2: Uh, player character, which shoulder was it, left or Right.
1: It was left. I believe it was left. Okay, yeah, yep, left left, left shoulder. The left shoulder. Billy kind of reaches up and grips his left shoulder a little.
2: Wait, what? Tightly. Wait, what? Nothing. Ferran t- grips him, turns him <laughs> around, pulls down his collar. I'm rolling push. deception. Hang on. <laughs> I and mean, he's got a high charisma. This may not be simple. Twenty-two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's got a twenty-two deception. <laughs> Nothing. Well, wait. Don't I? Don't I get roll to... a insight?
2: No problem. Insight. Oh, sure. Wisdom plus one. Sure. <laughs> sure. Sure.
0: Sure. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, yeah. Okay. Is not convincing as the player is. <laughs> the character is convincing.
3: <laughs> uh, I hate to interject here, gentlemen, but uh, from my time soldiering and inspecting, and uh, those guys are going to come back-, back looking for something.
2: Where can we go, Bard? What are what are what's around here that we can get away from the queen's hand?
1: Um. Uh, what kind of knowledge <laughs> check would
0: that be? Crawl it, clear. Is, it is me telling you some knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> knowledge to Knoll. <laughs> knowledge to Billy Knoll. <laughs> Love it. All okay, right, so you all are currently at the Sleepy Oak Tavern. Um, it is a five-story stone and wood tavern that stands completely by itself. there's one road that goes directly in front of it. Um, if you're standing in the front of the tavern looking at the road to the um, what would that be? to the west is the uh, Dwarven Master Smith city of Gone. And then to the right would be the human mystery, mysterious bazaar of Varesh.
2: Isn't that where you wanted to go to begin with?
1: Uh, yeah, let's 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 go let's go see my buddy.
2: Let's go
1: give him a talk.
2: I suggest we stay off the main road at least for a while until we know we're not being followed.
3: Uh, He's got a
1: point. Actually, I think it'd probably be a better idea for us to act natural. Uh. How good are you guys at pretending to be drunk?
0: <laughs> well, Why pretend? <laughs> could
3: just get me drunk.
1: <laughs> I don't know if we have the time for that.
2: Uh, well, I mean, he's a small guy. It probably wouldn't take much.
3: <laughs> All right. Last time I was weighed, it was 38 pounds.
2: I mean, I've got a pretty high de- uh, deception charisma, so who knows? Maybe I could play off being drunk. I mean, we can try. Let's do it's it. the only
3: thing we can do.
2: Screw it. Why not? Let's let's just stumble I mean, along got, talking to each other.
1: I got Go I got away. pressed I got pressed digit press digitation I, as a can trip, so I can actually make Hillman have a uh, sensory input of being
3: drunk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so the, the decision here is that you guys are going to follow the road and act natural, or you're going to go off of the road, which um, basically between here and Varesh is just a, a series of flat fields and, um, you know, alternating uh, wheat and corn. Just all the way.
2: So no real cover? No, no like, forest or...
0: No, not not anything like that. The only real dense forest was behind the tavern, and it stretches towards the south.
3: All right, well, oh, It then. seems to Billy, me Billy, that we would look more suspicious cutting through pulls, Billy I agree. pulls
1: Hillman, Hillman and Farron close to him with his arms over their shoulders and says loudly enough for the rest of the tavern to hear... Uh, in, in a questioning tone, StumbleQuest? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Brian gets a really stupid look on his face with a blank expression. Yeah! Let's do it!
3: I, I, I I StumbleQuest! I remember one time when I was on my 50s campaign that that's what we did with the officers and I.
0: Stumblequest. <laughs> Stumblequest.
1: And we go. All wa- right. We go wandering out the front of the tavern,
2: acting like we're drunk. Hey, buddy, is there ice cream on the way? Cause I could really use some ice cream.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Let's go find out.
0: <laughs> so, you begin down the path in the dark. <laughs> Stumble questing along. Um, many of the passerby's just kind of. Some of them laugh. Others are like, "Oh dear God!" They're like embarrassed for you. Um, <laughs> and um, after a while, uh, there's a long stretch of the road that's just kind of a straight shot, and there's no other travelers out here. Um, there's cornfields on both sides. And I would like for all of you to roll a perception check, please.
2: Here we go. That's a 14 for me.
0: 18. Okay. okay. I don't know what mine's doing. Oh, nice. So... All three of you, you know, wandering along. There's nobody out here, so you kind of ease up a little bit on your acting. And um, you all hear a a group of people from somewhere within the cornfield um, doing a chant. And you can hear that what they're saying is... uh, He who is mighty spare us this year, gong. He who is mighty spare us this year, gong. And it just repeats and repeats. That's an odd thing. Oh,
2: no. What?
1: Rhythmic chanting is seldom a good thing. It's
2: not a church.
1: Ah, church is where the people are. People can have their church anywhere.
2: My point being is that it doesn't sound like an evil incantation or anything of that nature. It sounds more like people praying.
3: And? That's better. I mean... (laughs) They're not hurting us. Let's not hurt them.
2: Nine times out of ten, yeah, nine times out of ten, it's usually less likely that they're going to attack us and use us as a sacrificial bait or something. Hmm.
1: You haven't dealt with very many organized religions, have you?
2: (laughs) You have no idea of the organized religion I've dealt with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) right, so... Do we continue
3: or do we check it out? Uh, ah, let's go, let's go, let's go
1: see my buddy. Let's let's keep going to the uh, the bazaar.
0: <laughs> the bazaar. <buzzer. laughs>
2: I think on this one we we be cautious and we try to keep from drawing attention from these people. But yeah, we we continue on our way. If they leave us alone, we have no reason to screw with them.
0: Fair enough. Um, you continue to walk down the, the path or the road to Varesh. And after about a half a day or so, the sun begins to rise. The rain has finally subsided. You know, there's just some puddles here and there on the road. Um, houses actually begin to dot the fields. Um, not, not super close together. They're fairly sparse. Um, you can see some of the farmers have been up nice and early and they kind of stop and they're looking at you walking along the road, wiping their brows and whatnot, and then go right back to what they were doing.
2: Oh, speaking of, uh, Bard. Y'all. Since you're traveling with us and we're probably going to be drawing some attention at times, uh, we have this extra cloak here. It's the, uh, player character knowledge, uh, Hillman, you took the red one, correct? Correct. And I've got green. It's a black. It's a black cloak. Black cloak. Might be smart to put it on and uh, hide the fact that you're a bard, so we draw less attention to ourselves.
1: Billy kind of just looks upward at his hair and gives uh, Furun a, a blank look. <laughs> yes. Because the cloak is totally going to make me stand out less.
2: Well, you pull the hood over your head, moron.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it helps hide my drow heritage at times. I'm pretty sure it could hide that hideous hairstyle of yours.
1: Billy Billy just kind of looks at for annoyed and flips his hood <laughs> of his own cloak up. <laughs>
2: What does it matter <laughs> if
0: it's black? Well, uh, you you weren't there for the uh, the acquisition of the cloak, but um, roll a... I don't have a character sheet directly in front of me, so I'm trying to remember spell um, skill names here. I know they don't have appraisal in 5e. No, I think uh, that was... What? Taken what by is, uh, Arcana and history.
1: What is the effect on the item? Mm. If, if, it, if it nobody
0: is, if, knows,
1: if, if it is if it is simply something that is uh, built into the item, i.e., being a piece of armor that's history. If it's uh, a magical effect, it would be Arcana.
3: Right, roll, and religion um, is always on also
0: on there. Roll investigation. Okay, cause I'm not a normal DM. Yeah, house rules. <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> <No>. Nine. <laughs> so, you know, even these two don't know the um, magical properties, if any, that are bestowed by these cloaks. However, being a bard. Um, when he unfurls this thing and you take a good gander at it, um, this cloak is of immaculate quality and is worth, in the realm of 500 gold pieces. It's got lovely embroidery with you know very very fine threads. There's silks and all kinds of it. For a black cloak, it's almost gaudy.
1: Billy holds up the cloak and kind of looks at Firun this is supposed to make me stand out less? (laughs) (laughs) Question mark. Ferran crosses
2: his arms over his chest with a smart-ass grin on his face that says, have you looked at yourself recently?
0: (laughs) Fine, I'll put on the damn cloak. (laughs) Oh, it looks lovely on you makes you feel better nice hillman nice so after placing on the cloak and continuing a bit farther uh, the houses become more and more uh, dense and packed together until finally you arrive at a large wooden sign that's on the side of the road large gold letter spell out, welcome to Varesh.
1: Ah! We're here.
2: Uh, player character knowledge, I'm assuming that we, uh, meaning Hillman and I, have ascertained we're not in Kansas
0: anymore. We have no idea where we are. Yeah, that that's pretty much exactly it. Um, and, you know, you knew... You knew the drow house, the drow house of Darkmoor, but you don't know where you are. And as a ranger, that's kind of unsettling <laughs> because you've been places.
2: Mm-hmm. So that—that's us meaning during this travel. Like I've been trying to find markers or, or you know, identifiers to let me know where in the realms I am. And by now, I've got to figure out that. We're not in
0: uh, Faerun, like right. at all. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> you are not in Kansas anymore.
2: <laughs> now here's the question: well, Do I? It, do, I'm in Central Park. do I? Do I relay that to uh, to the mage? That'll now That'll be in question later. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, that's what I wanted to know. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yep. So the main road stretches into the town itself. <laughs> Um, you're, you immediately get the smells of exotic foods and spices that are just all over in the air. Um, there's a, just a loud uh, clamor of voices and noise. It's it just a constant din of noise. And it almost is like this wonderful, cacophonous harmony. And um, you see merchant stands just everywhere. All over the place. Um, think like the streets of Aladdin, you know, just these little thrown together uh, stands where the people are calling out, you know, I've got this, I've got that. Hey, you there. I'm, this is one of a kind. Arabian uh, nights. It's <laughs> like Arabian but,
2: days. Oh,
0: sorry. But there are still on top of these, you know, not on top of, but there's these stands, but there are also. Fixed shops, you know, like actual buildings here and there of
1: combination flower pot and, and hookah. It even makes julienne fries. It will not break. <laughs> it, it broke.
0: <laughs> it, <laughs> um, what, you so miss, yeah, Williams, sorry, <laughs> you are now standing smack dab in the middle of the wondrous and mysterious bazaar of Varesh. Um, where to find Lisban kind of remains a little bit of an enigma. Um, you will probably have to figure out a way to actually find this uh, eccentric wizard who knows about the runes. But I think that is better left for next time.
1: I remember, guys. Uh...
0: Don't <laughs> touch
1: anything. Don't look at anything. And for the love of everything holy, don't buy anything. Oh, look at this. I just found a over there. <laughs> <sighs>
2: he doesn't
0: follow directions very well. Apparently. And that's where we'll end it. Oh. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in and, and having a listen. I know that wasn't a very combat-oriented uh, adventure, but... You know, it's all about the story building. We we gotta take baby steps and get where we need to go first. I um, don't
1: know about you guys, but I am very much a pick a third option player.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, personally like to thank uh, Major General Hillman, Fran Takedonlis, and Billy Knoll for joining us this evening, and I sincerely hope that you will be joining us again. Um, don't forget. Uh, listeners at home and, and out there in audio land, you can find Chronicles of the Lost Realm on Facebook and Instagram at that name. Um, you guys, where where can they where can they find you guys?
2: Well, we'll let the bard go first because this will probably be the longest.
1: <laughs> hey, you guys can find me on Press A Gaming Podcast every other Friday on Realm of the Mist. And uh, pretty much any other podcast they decided to rope me in on uh, at the time. And I'm going to be a recurring character on Chronicles of the Lost Realm. <laughs> whoop, whoop.
2: Go ahead, General.
3: Oh, uh, Chronicles of the Lost Realm is really my first endeavor. This is this is it. This is where you can find me.
2: Nice, and you, whoop, whoop. Hey, you can find me every Monday on Realm of the Mist podcast on many of the other Realm of the Mist shows, of course, anywhere where Realm of the Mist is heard. Beauty. All right, well, you going to give an outro? <laughs> <You gotta laughs> I say thought that goodbyes? was the outro. No, I figured you... <laughs> the host always gives the final goodbye. <laughs> oh. Well, did you see? not get the memo?
0: No, I, I did not receive the TSP report. <laughs> oh the TPS, tps report tps report um uh, yeah so again thank you out there in AudioLand for giving it a listen we hope you tune in next time to see how this adventure plays out as you can see the three players we have so far uh they have a very interesting dynamic to say the very least so tune in again and we'll see you next time